Well, Flames fans, Armchair GM Podcast, and oh baby, do we have a treat for you tonight. We've tracked down Grant from Blasty's Corner. We're going to break down the preseason and things moving forward into the 22-23 season. Let's get into it. Well, today we have a special guest on the show, uh, Grant Chung from Blasty's Corner. Um, very happy to have you on. Uh, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, yeah, it's great to come on and meet you guys. And yeah, awesome, awesome to be a part of this. And you know, always happy to jump on and guest with the family. So this is awesome. This is uh, this is good news. We got somebody that uh, that that kind of bounces back and forth between Calgary and Edmonton from what I understand. Um, Unfortunately. So, he, yeah. so, so he, you know, he, he, he knows what it's like to be in, in bliss here in Calgary and also <laughs> what it's like to fight in the trenches uh, three hours North, uh, yeah. which is super unfortunate. I I'm sorry. You have to live that life, dude. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I tell people that I'm a, I'm, I'm begr- begrudgingly living in Edmonton, I'm a Calgarian who's begrudgingly living. Everybody in Edmonton, who lives in Edmonton is... does it begrudgingly. Shame, yeah. shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's October fourth. We're I think we got two games left in the preseason, if I'm not incorrect. Yeah, um, it's Winnipeg. Yep. And we made a whole bunch of cuts in the last uh, in the last few days. What are you guys thinking? Uh, anyone stood out that maybe? got sent down or, or anyone that should have got sent down that didn't, or, or what, what are you guys thinking? Well, uh, personally, I'm not surprised by a single one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with, with Daryl being at the helm, we, we obviously knew that it was going to be more of a veteran team yeah. know, going, going into the season. Um, you know, there's a couple of guys that, you know, Dylan and I both talked about that had, really decent camps and and looked great but you know development is a thing um you know guys like you know you know connor zari which you know had a really decent camp but you know is he truly ready to play 82 games probably not you know give him another year in the a let him develop and 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 get to where he needs to be yeah so i'm i'm not super surprised by by anybody that was sent down you know, there, there's a few like, you know, like Phillips that everybody kind of thought would, would stick around, but I mean, he, he didn't do much in the young stars at all. And as far as I'm concerned, he didn't do much in, in preseason either. Yeah, no, uh, with, with Phillips, I, I kind of agree on that. I think um, Logan Gordon from Sportsnet 960 was saying the other day that, uh, and I totally agree with this. I think a lot of people in Calgary are are kind of obsessed with Phillips, not because of his game so much, but just because of his underdog story and the fact that he's a local boy. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, you know, all that's well and good. And he, you know, he got the one game. Was it last year or the year before? Either way, he, um, he got the one game. He seems like, like to me, for Phillips, he's kind of one of those guys who is a very good AHLer, and I wouldn't hate if he got, you know, if we got some injuries on the wing, and and he got called up for, you know, a, a few games or like, you know, sat in the press box for a couple games and then played a couple games, sat back down and got sent back down to the AHL. But I don't think he's he's a full time NHLer. I don't think he's. Yeah got really that much of an upside for that unfortunately yeah see like the thing with the thing with phillips is look the kids listed at five seven yeah he's already yeah. 24 years old yes he can play in the a but at this point if he wants to make that step to the nhl level he's gotta he's gotta stand out mm-hmm. and i think that was the not really the issue but like you know, if if he's NHL average, if he plays an NHL average game, well, you're five seven, you're 
probably going to be run over more often than not. I mean, you know, you're, yeah. you're a, yeah. a lot smaller than the guy. Like, I, I don't want to compare him to Gaudreau because that's unfair. No, but you can games. only compare to Gaudreau in size. Yeah. But unfortunately for, for, for Phillips, he just doesn't have that, that ability, right? Like, yeah. He doesn't have that like, talent. He doesn't he, have that talent to avoid those hits and, and to move yeah. and, and, and be elusive. Yeah, yeah, like he plays a very Mangiapane-ish style game, but he doesn't have the finish that Mangiapane has. And that's yeah. the only thing. I mean, that's the thing that separates the two, right? And, well, and it's a big thing. I I mean, he, he did get, I think he was a point per game or close to a point per game last very year. Close. But that's that's in the AHL, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the other thing about, uh, look, I'm, I'm happy that he didn't get picked up off waivers. Mm-hmm. Um but that probably means that he's likely not going to get an NHL opportunity if every team has passed up on him at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, he is 24 years old already. So that prospect shine is becoming to, is starting to, to not be there anymore. Um, you know, I'd be very happy with Phillips playing in the AHL for us. Um, you know, he's still going to be playing in Calgary, you know, hometown kid. Um, but you know, like like I said, you know, I, I mentioned this with um, with my co-host uh, earlier today, actually. Um, that you know, it's 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 unfortunate, but it's not the end of the story, right? Like, who yeah. knows what'll happen? Um, like you said, Dylan, there might be some injuries that will necessitate him coming up, and uh, maybe he could fill a role that way. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, at this point, I think I think probably Connor Zary would be one of the top call-ups at this point. I think he had a Thank very you. impressive camp. Um, I liked his compete level. I liked that, uh, like, I was, you know, reading and um, listening to all the interviews, post-games and all that stuff, and they were saying how how much of an edge Zary was playing with and actually how angry he was that he wasn't, like, yeah. scoring or, um, you know, if he made a mistake, he was super angry at himself, and that is helpful to a degree of course you don't want to be um, too too hard on himself too hard on yourself but i i think it genuinely comes from a level of oh i expect to beat that guy i should have beaten that guy um so you know when you have that mentality um i think that's that that will translate well to the nhl level yeah he's got a a very competitive spirit and from Mm -hmm. what i saw like i i watched a few of the games um and because of my work, I, I listened to a couple of the games on uh, on my headphones while I was working. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from what it looked like and sounded like, the competitive edge is there. And, you know, he had that really unfortunate injury last year in training camp in the first game of, of the preseason. He got, yeah. he blocked a shot and had like broken ankle or something, broken something like that. And then he missed his, you know, his, the first half of his first professional season in the AHL. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's a big, you know, big thing to overcome for somebody so young. Yeah. Uh, Well, you're playing catch up, right? Everybody else already had that full half season of mm -hmm. work and, and, and tempo and, and all of that up in themselves already. So you're kind of coming off an injury. You don't, under you don't have the game speed yet you haven't reached that level yet so you don't really even understand yeah. how fast the game is at that point and you're just trying to catch up so yeah absolutely yeah. the thing that really impressed me like even beyond just the on ice stuff um which really did impress me um even from from his very first interview in um in penticton this year he looks huge like in comparison to what he was last year, he looks really big and he sounds like he matured a lot. And yeah. that's huge. I think. Yeah. yeah. You put in the work. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's right. I mean, and, and let's be honest, he's played one full season in the A he's 21 years old. Played a half so, season. Well, he played 53 uh, games last year. Right. So oh, I thought, I thought he played less, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's played a reasonable amount of games for one year, but he's 21 years old. He still has development to go through. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about him um, because, like you said, we saw his compete level, which is phenomenal. I'd love to see that 
when you're when you're coming into in, into a training camp like that and in, in, into a preseason you want to see these young guys want to make the team and he wanted to make the team but he just has a little bit more growth to 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 go through which is fine you top know? line ahl minutes are better than bottom line nhl minutes for a prospect yeah. in i my agree mind. I agree, and, and absolutely. You know, like I said, with his age, I mean, he's going to make the the team when he's twenty two, twenty three years old. Yeah, and he'll be he'll start off third to you know, he'll start off in the third line, probably. Yeah, you know, he's not going to start off in the fourth. He's going to start in the third, and then make his progression up from there. Mm-hmm. At, at the very least, like he, he could very well start on the second. Yeah, uh, I'm out of out of all of our our prospects in in. Calgary now I'm, I'm so used to saying Stockton um he's one of the ones that I'm not worried about I honestly think he's he's gonna make the team next year so I, I mean I I loved watching his compete level through all of the training camp and and yeah we'll we'll see him again a hundred percent and and he's fire. got the I think he took Mitch Love's coaching uh really seriously because mm-hmm. Mitch Love really does pass on Sutter's um Southern systems and Southern's thinking and and you can tell that that Zari really took that to heart yeah. um but yeah I have no problem with him being sent down I I think it would have been nice for him to get one more game in the preseason but I don't think that that it matters that much I just think that uh for a guy like that surviving one more round of cuts probably would have been nice yeah no but, for uh, sure I yeah. I think I think the biggest story of of all the players that were let uh, I was going to say let go, but uh, sent down to the American Hockey League. Daryl sent his own son. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's on an AHL deal, though. He's 35 yeah. years old. Yeah. yeah. And he he actually impressed me in camp. He was too. one yeah. of the most yeah. impressive guys here, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he I like plays Sutter style hockey, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he had two points, I think, during during the, the games that he played. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, he had two Give goals and that. an assist, I think. Is it two goals? Yeah, so yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're right. He did have two goals. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite one of my favorite ways to describe a player um is is to say that the guy runs around or skates around out there like his hair is on fire. Yeah. Um and, and that's what that's that's the type of player <laughs> that, that Brett Sutter was. And I, I like that. that about him. Well, and, I like and, that. So, so this Cody Eakin, but that's for different reasons. Yeah, it's different reason. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and to be doing that at thirty five years of age and skating cir- yeah. circles around, you know, twenty to twenty three year olds that are yeah. also being sent down with them. I mean, that's super impressive. Yeah, yeah. And well, well, I mean, the what... game at that point isn't complicated, right? Like, no. get down low, dig after the puck, get it to the net. Like, and that's that's right. Don't be afraid. That's how he scored his two goals yeah. too. Just yeah. garbage, garbage rebounds, garbage. You know, driving the net, and and that's. That's how you win in the playoffs too, right? Absolutely. And the thing about Sutter is the same thing about Phillips for me as far as like you have a farm system for a reason. Yeah. And those guys who are just entering the AHL, they need guys like Brett Sutter or like last year, Curtis Lazar, yeah. right? Like they Teach need those guys on that team to show them how to be professionals. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I, I, I think I think the Wranglers are going to benefit from having Brett on on their team this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he will absolutely teach them how to be a pro, and I, and I'm pretty sure Daryl did it for a reason. Oh, absolutely, knew damn well yeah. what they needed, and and they needed somebody to just pump them up and and show them exactly what it takes, and he did that. I mean, I, I mean, there's he had no reason to even be on the ice whatsoever. When you, when you look at his career and his age and everything like that, but he showed that he belonged. In oh, he every, did. Every I, the, he played right. There was a couple yeah. days there. I was like, "Fuck, I, I wouldn't even mind him being on that oh. third line left wing." You know, like, <laughs> right. if we can sign him to a to an NHL deal. But well, and he's listed yeah. as a center, right? So does he yeah. take Cody Eakin's job? I mean, I think. Well, yeah, I, I probably mean, would have rather had Brett Sutter there as than than yeah. Cody Eakin at this 100%, point. You know, hundred percent. I didn't don't really have any beef with how Cody Eakin played uh, has played. He's he's still in camp, but I uh, you know he's on a PTO. But I really don't have any problems with the way he played. He just didn't pop, and then thirty five year old Brett Sutter popped. Well, then, yeah, 
But that's the thing, right? When you're coming in on a PTO, you got to pop. pop. You need to pop. You need to you need to stand out for all the right reasons. And I mean, we had three PTOs, right? Beacon, mm-hmm. Milano, and and uh, Stone. Yeah. I mean, out of those three players, who who's popped? Well, Michael Seventh Stone defenseman. is on pace for eighty-two right? goals. So, like, if Michael, Mister <laughs> Dependable, like if if that man does not is is not our, our five six D as well as our our power play two, there's something very wrong with our system. Yeah, um, I know you wanted to talk about Milano real quick there, there, Grant. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, just yeah. just just that you know, I've been disappointed. I mean, I was I was really when when we signed him to a PTO I was actually pretty pumped because you know I I thought that uh he'd have enough skill and and ability to play in our top six um yeah. if not top six at least middle six uh and you know I, he he had a decent showing in Anaheim of course we all know how his game fell off in the last 30 or so odd games uh last year as well but um you know, he was famously the recipient of of the dish again from from Trevor Zegers, yeah. Um, which, of course, takes skill to like you. You think a guy like Brett Ritchie is going to bat that out of the air into the net? No, no. You need hands to be able to do that. Absolutely, uh, but but the thing is, is like, what did he have? Thirty four points last year as a breakout yeah. year. He had thirty four points. Yeah. After having what they call chemistry with this phenom of a rookie. Right. Yes. Like you'd figure you'd get a couple more, especially being that you pride yourself more on the offensive side of the puck. And that's something that really got me about him too, is is when he was asked what he wanted uh like what he wanted to show, mm-hmm. he told the media he didn't mention defense at all. He would yeah. just said like <laughs> I, and like you know Southern's listening to that, well, right? That, that <laughs> you explains, know, he was just like oh, yeah, I, I minus wanna... nine, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I want to be creative and and you know make make nice passes and then get the puck in the net and take shots and and I'm just sitting there like you want to back check hard and you want yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like take I mean, the puck away and you 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 look at the guy at 26 years old and and 34 points is his standout season like you said while playing with 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 a player like Zegras mm-hmm. you know. 34 points in 66 games is, you know, pretty similar to 23 points in 55 games and 22 points in 55 games that he had in the past or 18 and 46. Um, Like it's, I don't, I, I never saw anything in him that, that intrigued me and made me get excited about it. And and the fact that he was released or not, not qualified and then released by it, by his team yeah, like he could have been contract, kept for nothing, right? Yeah. yeah, couldn't sign a contract with anybody, and then comes in and and people are talking about how he's, you know, he's he's going to make three and four mil off a PTO, which is just ludicrous. Yeah, that would that. be no, that'd be right? stupid. Yeah, right. It'd be absolutely it'd be asinine. It's like, ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you're on a PTO. You've you've come to terms with the fact that you're making no more than a million yeah. dollars. You have to yeah. like like stone popped. But like yeah. you have to pop to get oh, yeah. three mil yeah. on a PTO. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Like if he came into camp and just dominated four games, I'd be like, you know what? Pay him two. Yeah, yeah. I'd be okay with two. Yeah, but nothing more. Like, yeah. come on. And yeah. he didn't like he has like shown he, he bet he bet on himself, and unfortunately, it's it's been a flop in in my opinion, one hundred percent. Like he's done it zero. Has... Yeah, he's he hasn't done anything. And yeah. and you look at you look at our team already. You have. Dubé into Foley up the right wing, just fucking whiffing on passes and and completely missing the net by three miles. We don't need another one of those guys. Like yeah, I no. I like those two players, but like if I have to watch any more, like <laughs> ten, you know, ten meter misses from in from the slot, then I'm gonna tear my hair out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 just yeah, it's been disappointing. Yeah. Um, there was a bit of hype around around regarding Milano. Um yeah. and yeah, I I thought that he might uh cuz you know, like you said, it was a PTO. You'd think he'd understand that this was this would be his best chance to get a, you know, a contract and and would mm-hmm. do his damnedest to to get one, but he just hasn't 
done nothing. Mm-hmm. He hasn't to, done anything. To to me, um, that just kind of shows his his true character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know and like yeah, I think so. Yeah, and like yeah, you look at what like even sometimes you have guys sign PTOs like from another team, like when when Versteeg was on a PTO with mm-hmm. the Oilers and signed with us, but yeah. like. I don't think anybody's watching our training, you know, our our preseason games. Any other teams are watching our preseason preseason games and being like, "We're gonna we're gonna take a flyer on Milano." Yeah, but he's just he's not showing anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's 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 unfortunate, it's disappointing. But, um, I mean, the hair is phenomenal. He does a great interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hair is great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all the important stuff, right? Speaking yeah, of great exactly. hair, Leadership. speaking of great hair, and and I'm surprised Dylan isn't leading to this being uh, being a ginger himself. What what have you seen from Cody Eakin? Cody Eakin, I mean, yeah, just other than the the impressive, magnificent flow, it's uh, super great. It's, it's pretty fantastic. great. Yeah, it is pretty great. <laughs> Him and uh, and Tanev have really nice flows. I, I was sad that Weger got uh, cut his off. Um, yeah, right. But, yeah. Yeah, but he popped by the way, but he did. He definitely yeah. did. Um <laughs> but yeah, uh steady game I guess. I mean, I haven't he hasn't really I think he's just been you know, he's just been Cody Eakin. Um yeah, perfectly make ser- a few, serviceable fourth line. Yeah, I've seen a few mistakes, I've seen a few good plays like, you yeah. know. Yeah. He'd be a he can he can be a good soldier I guess down there. Um he's not going to cost a whole lot, but you know, now that we have Zahorn, I don't know um is there a spot for Eakin? Does taking Zahorna relegate Eakin to to no PTO uh, to no contract? Um, I, that's yeah, the I way know. I kind of see it. Like, yeah. I, yeah, because I don't see why you would pick up pick up Zahorna because it's not like he can play in the AHL unless you send him back through waivers, right? For yeah. for anybody who's listening and doesn't know, um, picked up Zahorna off off waivers. Who's uh, what six six two twenty. 220. Yeah. So he's yeah. this hulking 26 year old uh, guy who seemed to be popping a little bit in um, in Penguins camp, and yeah. the, the fans and Brian Burke seem to be not very happy that we that we stole him off of waivers. Yeah. Well, not stole, yeah, because because they sent him on waivers. But uh, at the same time, like you don't, especially as as Tree Living, who has you know a pre existing uh, relationship with Brian Burke, you don't take that. You know, you don't take that chance of like ruining a relationship unless you actually think that that player is going to be in your lineup, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it frivolously. You you're not just doing it for the sake of doing it. So yeah, I think yeah, I think I think they should give him a a good chance. I mean, from what I've heard, um, the kid can skate. So like his only the only knock on him was that he would come into camp out of shape and you know, would be super tired after like 30 seconds of, of a shift and, and just wasn't very in shape. Yeah. Um, so a few bags, but straight. apparently, bags apparently skates. this year, yeah. But apparently this year he shaved a few pounds off to, to try to help with that. And, um, you know, even Berkey said that the, the six, seven pounds that he took off really made a difference. And yeah. he's really shown that, uh, yeah. He took a step, which is again. I'm surprised that uh, they put him yeah. on waivers in the first place. I mean, players I who am come, too. come into camp out of shape. I mean, look at like Bufflin, uh, <laughs> who, who who is an absolute stud and a superstar. Um, yeah, you know Phil Kessel. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, he's come coming into the the arena on, on day one with three hot dogs in his pocket, right? <laughs> I mean, did you but, see, but, but did then, you see then a hot popping dog off 30 goals yeah, was amazing. And, a, and a Stanley yeah. Cup. <laughs> yeah, that, that hot <laughs> dog like, cake was amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah, that yeah. was pretty good. That, Kudos they, to the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, yeah. they do not deserve yeah. him. They yeah. really don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was actually and hoping we'd take a grin too. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks so happy about it. Yeah, yeah. I was I, I was really hoping we'd, act, we'd take a flyer on him, actually, because... I thought he'd fit in pretty well. I mean, he's not the Kessel of old for sure. No, but, of course he's not, but you, you know, know, but also Windmill? would would he want to play under yeah, under so. Daryl, do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess where, not. <laughs> where where conditioning is key and everybody works harder than you got a back check. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't fair. know, but but you look <laughs> yeah. at our team and and like I think he's a right shot and you know, he'd be playing on the second or third line. Like that's perfect. You know, yeah. like like on paper, that 
is a oh, great on paper it's phenomenal on paper yeah. it's great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but yeah, james just... neal was a great fit on paper too so we'll just shut up <laughs> uh, you know what i'm glad that he came to calgary and he ruined his fucking career fuck him fuck you james. yeah what a stupid oh, fucking thing to say like as if he didn't Right. Know that he just sorry, floated sorry. his way. We, and we invited Grant on the show, and then I'm just going to go off on James Neal. I this Nealer, yeah. I mean, well, I, hey, I, we got Lucic out of them, so you know what? I yeah. I don't hate the entire transaction that happened there, and I yeah, was happy good. when we signed Neal in the first place because obviously he was the the hot item ticket at the time, right? Hype. There was a lot of hype. 100%. We had been looking yeah. at the time for a right winger for Gaudreau and Monahan for so right. long. And this guy is a guy who made the Stanley Cup finals like four years I, in a row. I, I think 20 the, to 30 goals. The initial like, trip to China in that season, I think that's what ruined him. There something happened when they're in the hotel, and you could tell that his attitude was not cool and kosher shit. with the rest of the team right from the start. Hmm. And he gets bought out, and then he doesn't even show up for a PTO. Like, <laughs> fucking got didn't he? I think he got sat in uh, in the AHL last year. Like, I think, yeah, like, he did. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. But he won. I think he won the championship in the AHL, though. Well, good for him. Good yeah. For him. yeah. But anyway, <laughs> imagine imagine being a guy who was known for like making the the. Stanley Cup finals four years in a row and then winning the AHL championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah. There's there's an answer to a trivia question right there. Yeah. So, so as much as I would love to spend another 45 minutes on James Neal. <laughs> yeah, let's let's move why, on. Why don't why don't we uh take a quick break for a sponsor and we'll uh come right back with uh with the players that were excited that are still on the team and, and look at how the team is is uh, moving forward yeah all right sounds good we'll be right back guys hockey fans it's finally time to hit the ice again and thanks to DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nhl you're in for the season of a lifetime new customers can bet five dollars on any team and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they win i'm definitely doing it the next uh, battle of alberta if that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age, some restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Well, guys, we touched on Stone a little bit earlier. Uh, let, let's talk about him just a little bit more because I know uh, I'm not I'm not quite sure how you're feeling about it, Grant, but I know Chris and I are huge, huge fans of... of uh, Michael Stone and oh, I fucking love him, man! I yeah. fucking love him. This guy's a fucking beauty. Michael yeah. Stone, reigning seventh defenseman of the year. This guy, <laughs> is... no, he's a true professional. This man knows yeah. how to play hockey. And honestly, I don't know if you re- if you listen to his his um his interviews, um, but he's just he's just got like a very good head on his shoulders. You know, like yeah. he understands where he's at in his career. He understands the role that's expected of him and he takes yeah. it seriously his he takes whole it very mentality seriously. his whole mentality is to be ready when i'm called upon yeah. it could be in 5 games it could be in 30 games but when they need me i'm going to be there and i'm going to rip a clap a clap bomb from the point and or and, like 20 <laughs> yeah and and that's what that's what he does he plays a simple game he didn't look superbly outmatched in the playoffs last year um, no, when he, had to, when he had to step in, and he plays, yeah, he plays I, average defense. I, I don't think he looked outmatched at all. And then he he comes in 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 a weird situation in playoffs like he did, yeah. and and holy shit, like yeah, I mean, don't really get me wrong, up. we we obviously still missed, uh, you know, Tanev kind of. in there. Oh, like yeah, you can't absolutely. you can't you can't say that, that Stone but... can come in and be be what no, Tanev is, no, right? No, but no, but for not, what no. Stone brings, he's great at it. Yeah, yeah. he just doesn't bring what Tanev brings. I mean, yeah. he, he he leads the entire team in in goals this preseason. Does he not get three? Yeah, four. 
yeah three, i think he's at three, three. Sure. he's at three yeah. yeah yeah it's honestly it's a no-brainer at this point to to yeah. offer him a contract because you know we 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 all know that Chillington is is away from the team on a personal uh, issue yeah. and hopefully that gets resolved and you know everything is okay on his end mm-hmm. um but at this point you know there's a spot and Michael Stone deserves that spot and you know I was mentioning his post game interview um Ryan Leslie was asking him about like oh you know like you know how how do you deal with the stress and like uh the, at one point does does the stress set in to you know like oh I'm always stressed to, yeah he's like I'm always stressed <laughs> on, Ryan <laughs> and, that, that was actually just, a great interview oh my yeah. god it yeah, was that hilarious was a great interview and yeah. and I love the fact I mean he's he set up roots in Calgary and he really has zero intention of leaving at the moment. Yeah. 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 So, or his family. Or exactly. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like he's he's got his roots here with his family and and that's what he wants to do. He's focused on that and he and he just gets to play for his local team and he loves yeah. that. Like And look, this is still this still allows my pipe dream to be in place. You know, one day this could still happen. We could somehow convince, since we have Michael Stone, we could somehow convince his brother Mark to play for the Flames, and then we'll have mm-hmm. a right winger that uh, we've been missing for however long. Well, being being how you're you're uh, doing your first time on our show here, what are you giving up to to bring Mark here? Honestly, it's it, that'd be impossible. <laughs> the cap room would not work. It would not work out. We don't have enough. Uh, I mean, Is you'd have to start at 9.5, like, yeah, 9.5. You'd have to start at Wolf. Um, Oof, gross. Okay. Probably next, have to throw next up. Probably have sorry. to throw Zary and Peltier, <laughs> a couple other guys. Or like, and, yeah, so, just, so you have to throw everything. They so, need a goalie, right? So Vladar, start well, with Vladar. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. See, you didn't. You didn't have to do that, Dylan. See, <laughs> because I don't want us to trade Vladar. Because, because no. you said Wolf. I, I think a natural progression is to uh, go from Stone to Vladar. Tell me what you've seen from him in in this preseason. Oh, he's been yeah, he's he's been everything that you need in a like I'm I'm super comfortable with a Markstrom Vladar tandem. Um, yeah, I'm actually hoping now that he's shown uh, an impressive ability to stop pucks in the in the preseason. I, I'm I'm hoping that he's earned a little bit more trust from Sutter so that he'll play him more and, and rest Markstrom I, a little bit. Cause I, I think he, I he think he's out. shown that he's got 25 to 32 games in him. Yeah. You know, which is amazing when yeah. you can arrest Markstrom going into potential playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That being said, one one of the key things that I've noticed with him and, and something that Dylan and I have talked about in, in many uh, episodes Vladar has always been very good at stopping the puck. He, from what I witnessed of him last year, he wasn't great at knowing where the puck was, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he, he just, was in yeah. the way of it. Yeah. He was in but the he way didn't of it. Know where it was. He was surprised yeah. when it hit him last year. But yeah. I think he's fixed that. This like hundred percent. His tracking, you can tell he his head is following it more this year. Whereas yeah. before, he would kind of sort of maybe know where it was and just yeah. put put his I, giant frame in the way I think of scrambling one, yeah. one of three shots that hit him last year he was surprised about you know yeah. what i mean yeah where, where now you can tell that he's able to track it better and, and i'm i'm a big fan of that because he's yeah. I, I heard a good interview with i honestly him. think he's going to be a great you know 1a in two years yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's Which is my... right about the time where Markstrom's probably gonna, I mean, right. in theory, go down a little bit, right? Hundred percent. So, so yeah. when Vladar in two years can kind of start moving into that number one role as Wolf comes in, and then and then we just smoothly transition through that, which would be nice. how long has it been since we've smoothly transitioned through goalies? You know what? <laughs> um, Never. I don't think ever. Ooh, smoothly, smoothly transitioned smoothly from Killer to Ramo. Yeah, we get like one great goaltender and then and just like trash and for Ramo and then we get yeah. Ordeo and oh, Leland yeah. Irving. How about how about Leland Irving? Hey, could leave I... leave leave her. Yeah, no. <laughs> could I could I interest you in a Jonas Hiller? No, you can't. Um, <laughs> I I remember three days after our, our final game there, um, with 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 Hiller and I I was at a coffee shop and he was walking by. And he yeah. stopped at the window and I looked up 
and I pointed at him and he looked at me like he was excited to be like, Hey, a fan noticed me and I gave him the finger. Yeah. And then he <laughs> and then he he left Calgary the next day. I was like, <laughs> Oh sorry, dude. I didn't mean to You do need that. to start giving Francis the finger more often. I That's only funny. gave it to him the one time. <laughs> on, on the road on McLeod Trail. And if he's listening, which I'm sure he's not. Yeah. Um, I hope he remembers the day about nine years ago. It's on McLeod Trail, and I looked over, and there's Eric Franson, and, and he gave me the the wave, like, "Hey, you know who I am." And I gave him the finger, and he just immediately put his head down and drove like sped away. <laughs> and it, it was he's listening crazy. to this right now, and he's like, "That was the motherfucker who that finger." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Eric? That's fine. Bring it on. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Just... Well, hey, okay. So has has Eric has Eric gained any credibility now that uh, what he predicted was going to happen has happened? I mean, you know, it, he did, was from it didn't day happen. One, it didn't happen. From, from what? From day one, he said that Gaudreau wasn't going to sign long term after his current deal, and then you know he's talking yeah, about he, how Chuck wanted to leave and all these things. He and... he did say that that Gaudreau wasn't going to sign, but. I will hold him right to the fact that he said he was he is one hundred percent signing with Philly. Yeah, yeah. So I but think that was that was like Chuck a Fletcher, tiny, though. tiny little bit of like yeah. cre- like a shred of credibility, but he's yeah. gained absolutely no likability. <laughs> <laughs> I I I find it extremely difficult to give the man credit or any credit for anything that he yeah. said. I mean, personally, I think he's part of the reason why Johnny wanted to leave. They could have been, yeah, like absolutely. a tiny little bit, yes. Yeah, and, not and same with Matthew. Not like, saying honestly, he's like he, you know, he high up on on Johnny's on Johnny's brain, but I mean, if you're gonna sit through interview after interview of listening to a to a guy just bash you yeah. all the time, like in the same room behind like, the, like yeah, you're not like, gonna want to be there, right? Why would yeah. you, right? Yeah. And, so it's easy to predict when that he's going to leave when you're actively trying to make him leave. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> See, that's how I look at it too. It's not like I think that that those guys, you know, have their own head about them, well, or their wives' heads about them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, wanted to leave and or, or or whatever and it really had nothing to do with with um Francis, but I also think that he didn't help the situation, you know, not, not that he's supposed to help the situation, but he also like, no, he's media. He and I think he should hold them accountable to boot Johnny out for like four years there. Yeah. Even more maybe. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. With, with, with his comments and his, and his articles yeah. and, you know, everything like that. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. I mean, he remember he when Johnny's first, like, like a zoom meeting with the, with the blue jackets and Francis showed up and you just looked at Johnny's face and he's just like, Oh, for fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I think it would have been amazing if they would have announced him as the new beat reporter. For for Columbus, yeah, that'd be yeah. hilarious. And then so, we took Aaron Port's line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'd take that any day of the yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> any day of the week. So so five minutes on Neil, ten minutes on Francis, and yeah. uh, wow, things get off the rails quick yeah. here, don't they? <laughs> so we were on Vladar. Let's talk about Wolf because I I was like insanely impressed. I. I'm of the same mind with Wolf Azari as another year or two in the AHL would do wonders uh, mm-hmm. for confidence, for skill, for all that type of stuff. Um, but he looked borderline NHL ready. We just oh, yeah. have two guys ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is the thing. So he, he looks pretty much NHL. I think he's still with the main team at this point, is he not? He is, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, you mentioned uh Chris that you're hoping that we can keep Vladar around and, you know, transition him to become the one a, and then get getting Wolf in. But I, I don't know. I I think, you know, I think he might be ready next year. I think Dustin Wolf might be ready to take the step and come to the show next year and back Markstrom up. So my only, as much as I'd hate to leave, as much as I'd hate to, to, to let Vladar go, um, you know, I mean, if he's an asset that can bring us good return, then it yeah. is what it is, right? The the it's it's the business of hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, the one pushback I would uh, throw at that is, I think next year he needs to face the 
second half of preseason games where this year so far he, he faced a lot of the first half, which you're only playing generally against AHL team. Yeah. You know what AHL I mean? teams or like, you know, half-assed Connor McDavid, not full-on Connor McDavid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. Like, like he, he didn't face any stiff competition in, yeah. And I'm not taking anything away from him. He looked great. Yeah. Um, I, I really, I really liked what I saw from him, but I think next year. So whoever, whoever is the, you know, the guy behind him at the time, you know, he gets to play the, you know, the two, three games at the beginning of preseason and Wolf, you know, you know, let him, let him take Markstrom's spot for, for two games and, and let him play against pretty close to the NHL roster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I, I think yeah. that'll be the, the, the 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 sure tale right is you is think he gets play one like those... there's two more games i would I hope mean, so i mean it's winnipeg right so there's no reason why you know markstrom can't split a game with him and then as far as i'm concerned let vladar split a game with him yeah. or, or like vladar's I mean, played like four games already like why not just split yeah. both of them with markstrom yeah but i mean vladar's likely not going to get another start until like third week of October, right? So he's going to yeah. have a bunch of time off. So why not just let him play, you know, yeah. a, a game or a half game there. Let mm-hmm. let Wolf play two half games, you know, split one with Markstrom, then split one with Vladar. Yeah. Making some, you know, a meaningless squad of Winnipeg. I mean, they're not going to likely make the playoffs anyway. So there, there's, there's literally no reason to even win or lose either one of those games. And nobody cares. So yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. And it would be good, I think, also to get Wolf in there in one or, or both of those games because we're likely going to be playing our NHL roster, and I think it it, it would be nice for him to have, yeah, to to see what it's Proper like to, to play in play yeah. behind the defense that knows Sutter's system that well already. That's right. Right to yeah yep yeah no I agree with that a hundred percent like. Like let's let's bring him in. Yeah, you're right. He's still here, so why not let him let him play a couple? And then, if nothing else, it's likely going to boost his confidence. Yeah, and and Agreed. just get him that much closer to being ready. I I don't think personally, I don't think he's ready next year. I think the next year after that, because I still think he's still quite young. And and yeah. I, I find a lot of NHL teams have burned out goalies quickly, like Carter Hart and. You know, players that was like, oh, what a, he, yeah, he what followed story that the is. Carter Hart right? path, right? And, yeah. and you Hurts. know, let him let him truly develop and 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 build that that skill set that will make him, you know, a, you know, a Vesna finalist in in five years if you know if that's where he goes, right? No, yeah, he's a small he's a small goaltender, so he's going to have to use his 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 speed and his and his vision to to stop mm. a lot of his pucks, right? Yeah. He doesn't have the size to just be in the way. So I think let him develop. And, and I think the, 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 uh, uh, 23, 24 season, 24, 25 season is, is going to be his to take. And, you know, yeah. speaking of his speed and vision, ju- just as a side here, um, we were talking about Vladar and his tracking. Mm-hmm. Wolf's tracking is, Fucking elite. Yeah, it is it really very, very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I give you that for sure. Yeah, do you see Soros X? Right, do you see Soros yeah. X. Definitely. Well, yes. he's, he, that's that's the type of game he's going to have to play, right? Yep. And Soros is a fucking really, really good goalie, mm-hmm. uh, and he's uh, around the same size, right? He, yep. That's what he has to do. He has to know where the puck is, have really good hockey IQ and senses and and speed because he's not going to be able to get in the way because he's smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. that one of the, one of the downfalls potentially of, of bringing Wolf in, in, in two years, I think we all kind of somewhat agree that Brad has developed a two to maximum three year window for yeah. us to be a, a really true contender. And so to bring him in kind of on the ass end of that or, you know, it's just after. Yeah, the asset management after two years from now is going to be extremely important for what the Flames do, because it would be a super waste to have somebody like 
like Wolf starting a reboot. The Chicago Blackhawks, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, we're probably gonna trade him for fucking Taves, right? Yeah, yeah you wanna yeah, you like wanna tear it down have, at that point. Yeah. Yeah, like we're gonna have a team that resembles the Blackhawks, like like yeah. a few young guys and a bunch of old bloated contracts that yeah. that aren't performing yeah. like they should. Quite but long. at the same time, at the same time, he could be the savior because if he plays out of his mind, you can oh, win games. You can you win mean, games. Do you mean, gold, gold do you mean game, like right? Kipper in 04? Yeah, yeah, Where, exactly. When, <laughs> when we had no business even being in the playoffs and then yeah. holy shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. What did he yeah. play? Fucking 76 games. Yeah, it's ridiculous like, like that. Yeah. 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 100%. So, times. So we've gone around the circle. We've talked a lot of defense. We've talked uh, a lot of goaltending. Um, should we uh, wait until next episode to go fully in depth on on forwards? Or I mean- uh, sure, I just wanted to shout out Kevin Rooney real quick because yes, um, his you know one one point three million is sure a little bit uh, a little bit bloated for what he does, but he's also by very by what? what's that two hundred three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, so it's not that, yeah, it's not that bad. The whole three hundred thousand dollars we could be right? using to pay Michael Stone over here. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I agree with you hundred yeah. percent on that, Grant. Yeah, you know what? Sign Stone to two mil. Let's get it yeah. done. But but Rooney, like, he's. We were talking about Eakin earlier. Like Eakin is pretty pretty good at the fourth line role, but Rooney is fucking really good at it. Yeah. And yeah. to the point where he's fighting for maybe the third line role, which nobody ever thought when we got him, right? So I don't know. I, I was really, especially with last night's game, I was really, really impressed with him. And then yeah. um, there was another game. I can't remember which one, but I, I've been really impressed with him a couple times. And yeah, hope, you know, obviously he's not popping a lot offensively or anything like that, but. No, but he's a grinder, right? He's tenacious. Yeah, exactly. Tenacious on the back check. Um, I saw an article earlier today that where they were comparing him to uh Garnet Hathaway. Yeah. And mm, yeah. And I can see that. Like as far as actual gameplay, that's that's pretty close to the game he plays. Yeah. He doesn't hit Absolutely. quite as hard. And he, and he certainly doesn't seem to take the weird penalties. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's he, I I've got I've got zero issue with with starting a season with 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 him at all like, yeah i mean hey look he's got he only had 18 pims last year in 61 right? games like that's right. which that's, is weird for somebody that plays hard like that right yeah that's that's the definition of responsible and he was yeah. really good for them for the, the rangers in the playoffs too yeah and like i think people were, were shitting on him more because we got him on the first day of free agency and <laughs> right yeah. everything was going <laughs> right. to hell and yeah, everyone yeah, just yeah. assumed <laughs> yeah. that that was Brad's Who's solution to losing the sky is falling <laughs> yeah oh you're going to sign Kevin Rooney that's going to fix it all fuck you right yeah, really Johnny's like... gone <laughs> Matthew's gone yeah ooh who's this uberdo yeah Uyghur? Ooh. yes yeah. yay Kadri yeah oh Uyghur's <laughs> fucking so good yeah, I know. I'm, 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 I'm so I, excited. We need to get that contract signed. I really hope it happens. I it's not looking great, but only got a few more days. Yeah, you know, I'd be happy giving him eight by seven. Give him seven million dollars. Why not? Yeah, I I wanted to give him the six point five because then you know it's yeah. it'd be a fun little extension. It'd be fifty two million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is you know uh-huh. hey, his number. Well done. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> oh. yeah, like it. it it's uh, if he wants more, fuck, give it to him. He's yeah. he's he's gonna be good. Like he's he's a guy who. He's so like ar- he's already good, right? Yeah, yeah. I but agree. but this is the this is the thing with Uyghur is that he's just gonna continue to get better because he's so. 28 now. He's a late bloomer, um, but he's taking care of himself. He hasn't had any major injuries. Um, and he understands how hard it is to get here. So he's not going to yeah. take a day off. He's not going to be lazy after getting paid. He's going to know that because he was a seventh rounder. And he was a seventh round pick. So yeah, he understands right. how difficult Chip, it is Chip to make the show. And and what got him to this, to this new elite level was filling in for an injury. 
Yeah. So I think he, he yeah. understands it as at that aspect of it too, right? Yeah. So he Absolutely. takes care of himself. He he plays the right way. Like yeah. it's gonna be really interesting on, to on see all through in in all three zones. He plays the right way. Absolutely. It's gonna be super interesting to see him um play with a full NHL caliber defense because I mean, yes, he played with Ekblad, but when he wasn't playing with Ekblad, he was playing with fucking Gudis and Forsling and then a couple of nobodies, right? Yeah. Like, it's going to be interesting to see when he doesn't have to log every single important minute, how much he can pop offensively and how much he, like, well, what minutes he's deployed in is going to be really interesting. Particularly yeah. when he's playing with Tanev, who's going to be the guy who takes care of everything back home, right? Yeah, I, I think the two of them on on the PK are going to be unstoppable. Oh God, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm really loving that that look. I mean, yeah. last year with Tanev and and Gabranson was amazing as well. Yeah, obviously, and, I'm not comparing Gabranson to Uyghur, but well, he freaking turned that year into four million dollars for the next. Right? Like, and how good, did he get that much money? And and good <laughs> on him. Ridiculous. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I became a huge fan of Gabranson. I mean, Me too. coming out of camp, we we're just like, mm, I don't know. And then I was calling he, him bad Branson at the beginning. He had a really, really, really bad camp. He did. Yeah. And then like, like and first couple two weeks, two weeks, it was pretty bad. First two yeah. weeks, him and Zadorov yeah. were terrible. But then, but, but then by, time, by the time you got to the end of October, you're like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. I'll give him a chance. Cause he's kind of doing some good things. Yeah. And then, and then by January, I'm just like, this guy's a freaking stud. Yeah, he is. Like, like again, he's not it's four unreal. by four of a stud, but he's no, no. I agree. I would have been perfectly happy if we signed him. You know, two by two point five. Yep. Like, yeah, that would have been like the perfect amount for him. But and I mean, that's, he came that's, in. That's obviously why he left, right? Because I'm sure yeah. that's what Brad was thinking too. Yeah. Right? And, well, yeah, I mean, and if you, and who if doesn't you get that versus four million, you're gonna yeah. go get four, four million. Four by four. I mean, congratulations years, to yeah. him. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. good on yeah. him. It's and, a, it's, and he deserved it. I think it's not a good investment for Columbus, but he deserved it. it, yeah. it yeah, that sounds really hypocritical, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's fair. And you yeah. know, I like I liked his attitude too because somebody asked him, "Oh, like, what's it gonna be like uh, playing with Johnny?" Uh, now that he's back on the team and he's like, Oh, that's funny. I thought he came to play with me, which is right. Yeah. 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 Which, which means he's a (laughs) good locker room guy too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, He had a really, really good interview uh, right after he signed or like a couple days after he signed in, in Columbus, he had a really good interview on nine sixty with probably Steinberg. I can't remember who it was. It was months ago, but uh, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hell of a guy. Like, you know, Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a stellar individual. He's he's a really yeah. good human being. And, Absolutely. And I wish him nothing but the best. Um, yeah. I I I hope he fails at uh, you know defending Johnny on the ice. That's fine. Yeah, uh, that's all right. There's probably <laughs> going to be there. There will probably be in that first game that Columbus comes or plays in Cal- or I, that Calgary and Columbus plays. I, I think there will be a Zadorov and Gabranson fight because you know I, I think you know what I, I could see Zadorov that Zadorov will probably take I, the run. I can see that yeah. Zadorov's going to get his ass handed to him in in yeah. that situation, which is fine. But yeah. I honestly think that when when they start the night out, they should just do a Gabranson tribute video. Oh yeah, they. Oh should. my I god! Think, after yeah, one year, funny. yes, <laughs> yes, and no Johnny one. That's exactly what they need to do. That'd be hilarious. Oh just oh, one, yes. just <laughs> one. You know what? You know we we weren't sure if we we're gonna do one for for you, Johnny, or or Capranson. We just, you know what? Right at the last second, we decided Capranson was the answer. Yeah. yeah. And just and just have Johnny in the background. Oh yeah, like you're in there. Yeah, yeah. See, you're there. Yeah, yeah. Or call it the Johnny trivia video video and just have Gabranson highlights with Johnny in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever Sorry, thought we'd I'm not be, salty. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whoever thought we'd be here where there there's quite possibly a, a Calgary and Columbus rivalry. Yeah, I don't think we, there's gonna be a rivalry. Yeah. Oh, oh come on. Come on. No, I don't think they only play twice maybe yeah, twice a year. One one game maybe. in each venue. Like yeah. I mean Edmonton and Calgary only play three times. So I mean, yeah, I guess they are starting to wait. Is that yeah. or was that baseball? It was baseball. Never mind. 
No, but they anymore. Edmonton yeah, and Calgary only played it three times this year, right? So it's yeah, just, it's fucking bullshit. That's yeah, lame. it's like you know what we don't like rivalry. Yeah, yeah, we we don't it's like ridiculous. you know heated heated games where put asses in seats in the stadiums. We don't like no. that at all. But we're gonna we're, talk we're about Dallas and Nashville because that's but, a big rivalry. Yeah, who in the Central yeah. Division? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and we'll pump up the Kraken in there. Yeah, fucking new mask. Unbelievable. Oh my god. Oh god, we talked so about this. I actually episode. love yeah. that fucking thing. Why are you serious? There's it nothing is, to like about it, let alone. It is love. the worst freaking mascot. It is so bad. It I can't stop laughing. That's oh why I like God, it's the, awful. The the only thing they missed on that entire that that mascot is the name. They should have just called it woke. Woke? <laughs> yeah. That like, would have gone really like, good with their whole like, honestly pledge thing, right? And... I'm just oh, I'm, I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, what the deuce is this? And then you get then you look at it more. It gets worse the longer you look at it. Yeah, right? it does. So like it's fucking... so bad. If you don't know, it has a fucking octopus tentacle coming right. out of its right ear. Yeah, yeah. It's which a fuck is that? Which, which in in all honesty, <laughs> it's it's more believable than the kraken because there's been no kraken in the Pacific. Right, I mean, the, yeah, in the Atlantic, but... close close to, uh, you know, England and and things like that. That's that's where the stories of the Kraken came from. It didn't come from the coast of Washington. <laughs> but I, like, I think they messed it up as bad as they messed up their jerseys. Like, a Kraken is a really cool looking fucking thing. Yeah, they could have sure. put a like not just an S that has like a really subtle tentacle on. They could have put like eye. a really cool yeah. looking Kraken on their jerseys. Yeah, they and then just they failed. Made, they made a team called the Kraken, and they gave it a mascot that's a fucking troll. Like, yeah, it's, it's right. like that's a troll. They're trolling everybody. Like it's ridiculous. How do you? Yeah. They had so much potential. It just ruins all their credibility. It ruins their intimidation tactics. <laughs> like it's awful. It's, it's just. I mean, let's, I, I let's, went off let's on be it. honest. Seattle didn't have intimidation to start with, and they certainly no. aren't aren't making yeah. any more with that god awful mascot of theirs. Yeah, yeah. It's, no. One more thing I want to say about Rooney, though the kid, the kid has wheels. Yeah, uh, I'm happy that he's on the team. I think he'll be good on that third line. I think he's a better third liner than he's a fourth liner, to be honest. I agree. Oh, really? Uh, we could probably make use of him. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, he's got I think he's, ability. He's defensively um, defensively sound and and responsible. I yeah. I agree with you. I I could totally see him picking up a spot for a lot of games this year in the, on the third line. Backlund yeah. and Coleman and Rooney. That actually sounds that's not bad. Good. Yeah, that would not be bad good. at all. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really good. That'd be a really good shutdown line. Yeah, right. You get Agreed. you get two tenacious four and back checkers and Rooney and and Coleman and you know they're they're not going to give up on the puck. Uh, and Backlund will do what he does, uh, shut down the centerman. And and and, and just like that, our, our third line average uh, time on ice is seventeen thirty four. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Like that's. I think, you know, I, I think Grant, that would work well. I think you should probably message uh, Daryl on this and, and make it happen because I agree with you. I think that would be a great line. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think um, I think I think Brad Trilliving actually listens to my show because last year we were pining for Toffoli and Kelly Yarncroke at the deadline. And, you know, hey, what? They both came. So, yeah. All we're, right. we're pretty sure we're pretty well, sure Bradshaw Living is a is a shadow yeah. listener, but um, Spread the word. you know that's just what, that's just. I our, wonder what uh, his username is. Gut. What do you think his username is? Um, his username. Uh, uh, what's what's Boston Pizza? I was going to say BP's <laughs> BP's nineteen forty eight, right? Yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah, or BP yeah. Uh, Gaudreau Slayer, maybe. I don't know. BP VIP, yeah. BP VIP, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's it. That's it right there. Um, no, so yeah, I, I think I think Rooney would be great, as particularly you know because in this scenario, I'm thinking Dubé moves up to the right. second line yeah. with um, Kadri and uh, and Manjapane. And honestly, that line looked good last night. Yeah, yeah I didn't mind. They it. were dangerous. Um, Dubé really needs to play with skilled guys to I to really. Yeah, I mean, it's he's well, he hit you know, we talk about prospect times. shine, yeah, he hit the net three times. Yeah, Which, we, we, we're talking about prospect shine earlier. Yeah, you know, we're talking about prospect shine earlier. He's 24, he's been in the league for a lot longer than you know, a lot yeah. of other guys, and yeah, he hasn't shown much 
to be honest with you uh, no up to this point um that's right I'd, like give I'd him his opportunity and see what he yeah. has right yeah if yeah. he has it great if he doesn't then then we figure it out from there yeah exactly. and then we start and, looking at a at a trade with him and valamaki for yeah. for and a and a, and a f- pop six winger yeah top yeah. top six winger with a and, and we're mixing in a number one pick, you know, whatever. But let's yeah, figure absolutely. it out now. Let's figure yeah. it out in October. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'd, I'd love to see Dubé pop. As you can tell, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan yeah, of the kid. Yep. Um, yep. but I, I, I hope he pops. I, I see the talent and I see the, I see the potential. Yeah. I and and the drive, like he does work really hard. Yeah. I just um. But it's that's the finish. It's it's the finish and the consistency, and and I think part of it might be not having consistent line mates, but yeah. Also, like there's been times where he's had different line mates you know, every every game and and played in three different positions in one week. You know, like, yeah. um, but you know, I I I like the kid. I think I think he's got what it takes. Um. I just hope it doesn't take uh, what it took Bennett to to leave. I, I hope he finds it here. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's that's what's been the most frustrating about about uh, about Dylan is you know he's his his he's potential kid. is tantalizing. His potential is tantalizing. You see it yeah. in 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 flashes, and then it goes away. It's like a flash right. in the pan for like five six games and then yeah, i was gonna say a, yeah. a week to two and then all of a sudden where's dylan again yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. agree so um i i think yeah i think it would be good and and daryl did say that he he likes him as a left winger more than a right yeah yeah um, which is interesting because he's yeah no came up as a center and then yeah. i played center and right for a while and like rarely ever plays left yeah yeah but i guess but we're he's... always super deep left so well, we are, and it's and it's good to have somebody that can that can play that wing and be able to take draws, you know, on on the chance that our center gets booted out, right? Yeah. So exactly, I mean, he'll he'll have a lot of uses when it comes to offensive zone starts, right? Because he, he's yeah. he's fairly reasonable at at taking uh, taking the draws. I mean, he, obviously, he's got to work at it a bit. I think he's roughly around like forty six percent career. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the issue with him is that he hasn't shown that he can drive a line on his own. 100%. So yeah. at the NHL yeah. level, I don't think he's a centerman. I don't think so either. Um, but he can but still as a take draws if could, need be, yeah, right? Yeah, he could do that. Um, yeah. And Manjapane can play Kadri on the right. Drive a line. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And and Manjapane can, can play the right. Uh, yeah. Right wing is what he, which is what he did last year um, with back, Backlund and Coleman. So. And he did great at that for two months for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I still rag on Manjapani for not doing <laughs> for fuck all from <laughs> for December like six months. December fifteenth to the uh well the end of the regular playoffs. and playoffs, right? Yeah, his uh his he scored thirty five ownership... goals in like thirty five games and then disappeared. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. His yeah. ownership and his ownership in in the fantasy leagues were were was definitely just up and down for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody try and trade him to me because he knows I'm a I'm a Flames fan. Like <laughs> like in in our league that we drafted like three days ago or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And and I was like I I dropped him three times last year. Like I'm not yeah. gonna give up an asset for this right now. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick him up when you put him on the waiver wire. I, I, exactly. Yeah, I think it's hilarious when you can pick him up in January as a waiver, uh, yeah. as as a 35 goal guy, right? Yeah, like, ex- exactly. On. Yeah, that shouldn't that's be the, the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Grant, you know what? It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show with us tonight. It has been the. Uh, I, I love I love the fact that as Flames fans and and uh, and kind of content creators with our podcast, we can come together and and you know speak like-minded things obviously we're a fan of the same team so it makes it super easy um i've had a lot of fun uh kind of getting to know what your mindset is with certain players which i think we're on uh very similar mindsets um on on almost all of it which is great and i i appreciate what you brought to our show tonight me too um 
anybody uh, from our fan base, if you're watching, uh, make sure you're checking out Blasty's Corner on uh, on all 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 the platforms. You got Spotify, Apple, iHeart. Uh, Grant, do you have a different uh, YouTube link or or anything like that you want to shout out? No, just uh, just a Twitter. Um... At Blasty's Corner. I mean, that's what I'm trying to get. I haven't been super successful getting followers, but you know, who knows? Um, I'm just happy to to have people listen. And hey, uh, thank you guys so much for having me on. It's yeah, absolute pleasure. Like you said, uh, I'm happy to come back whenever. And yeah, absolutely. It's this is this is what I like about podcasting, right? Uh, coming yeah. on and shooting the um, shit, you know, shooting the shit. Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. that's that's all it is. That's that's what I like doing about this and. Um, you know, even talking to players or or fans of other teams is fun too. And you know, yeah. this is this is just all around a good time. So thanks yeah. for having me on, boys. Hundred yeah. percent. Of course, you're you're welcome back. And it was great. <laughs> yeah. So that being said, we're uh, we're about a week away from opening season. God, I can't wait. It's a pretty exciting uh, team we've got uh, on the ice these days. October 13th. And hey, we might even be able to break that, what is it, dubious 14-year record of losing our home openers. Um, we're playing the, the Avalanche. Against so. the Avs, yeah. I mean, well, it, it's a back-to-back. So so they, they win yeah, the yeah. Stanley Cup. They win the Stanley Cup, of right. course. The defending Stanley Cup champions are rewarded with a back-to-back to start the season um, at home against Chicago. Where they'll probably do their banner lifting and ah yay, Stanley Cup rings and all these yep. things that'll drag on until probably you know whatever time. And they're going to drink champagne once they get on the bus, right? Of course, yeah. And, and then, then they fly gonna... up to Calgary. Yeah, and hope Naz gets them all drunk the night before. Kadri, Kadri, going to go off on them on October thirteenth. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be there, and I'm super excited. Oh, the... jealous. Very the, jealous. Uh, I've got a buddy of mine uh, who 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 has, who has seasons, and he's like, "You're coming nice. for the first game, right?" Now, absolutely, I, I sure, love to. That's um, awesome. So, I I really hope Kadri goes off on them with you know, with with his first of of many hat tricks for the Calgary Flames. Ooh, here's to that. a hot take, right? Hot takes yeah. coming at you here at the Armchair GM <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas. That being said, next week's going to be amazing. Can't wait for a new season. 20, uh, 22, 23 season is going to be lit. We're, uh, we're going to be rolling. And like always, Armchair GM Podcast is going to be rolling with you. Brought to you by Hockey Podcast Network. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. 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 Cheers.